Hello and welcome back, everybody, to the Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Josiah. Hoping to um, kick off another series of episodes here with you guys. And I want to thank you all for your um, listening and for your compliments and for your encouragement that uh, you guys always share with me. I really appreciate it. Um, We hope to teach uh, more by showing than by teaching um, what it looks like to study the Bible with some good rules of thumb, context being king and a few other things. Okay. So that's really at the heart because we hope to equip you to study your own Bible and, um, not replace your times of study with God's word. And today we have a special episode. Um, you may have heard about it. That might be why you tuned in. Um, we mentioned it in service, which is we're going to talk today about um, the importance of why Christians need to be in community with each other, need to be in community. And a Sunday morning is community for sure. I love my Sunday mornings. Maybe you do too. Um, if you're not even a part of Cross Point, maybe um, there at your own church, you love um, the community you come into. Um, if you don't have one, man, I really pray for you and hope that you that God will lead you to that place, that church where you can belong. So Sunday morning is a community, but it's a big one, at least at our church um, at Cross Point here in St. Louis. Um, it's a lot of people, and I can't claim to come every Sunday and, and talk to everyone. I don't think that would be possible. And it is close in some ways. I see some of my friends, and it's good. There's some, some accountability, you know, because people are expecting me, and I can be prayed for. So it's good. I'm not selling it short. But here at Cross Point, our, our biggest push for real, accountable Christian community is our life groups, our small groups. And so we just wanted to pick, because it's all over the Bible, one of the primary places is the fact that Jesus picked 12 guys and did life with them. I mean, that's always going to be the heartbeat of small group community as far as the Bible is concerned, as far as I'm concerned. You know, of course, that's my opinion. But uh, the Son of God chose that as his way, you know, to begin the new community of God the church, the New Testament church that we belong to. And I think that's a pretty powerful witness, but um, it would be hard to pinpoint since it's all over all four Gospels. And then the Apostle Paul went around planting um, communities of Christians who more than likely met in pretty small groups home to home, um, by and large. And so um, there is that. But I think what I wanted to do is just find um, a smaller portion of Scripture where we could just get the heart of, you know, why do churches and how come specifically cross point, small group, small group, why do I have to be in a small group community? Uh, you know, it's challenging. It can be hard. It's sometimes boring. It's very, you know, sometimes it's a letdown. You can get hurt in small groups and so on. All true. But uh, I just wanted to show one place that I think is pretty vital, kind of gives a theological background um, for one of the main reasons we believe in small groups, biblically speaking. And just with the caveat that I could go on and on, of course, as all pastors can. Uh, But this was just one that I thought is is life-giving, but also it's pretty convicting. It's pretty... It's a command. It's not really a suggestion, okay? So without further ado, let's just get into this special edition of Crosspoint Scripture Podcast. A little more teachy this time. Not too bad. I hope to take it about the same way we usually do, to just show from context and Scripture what the point is. But I'll admit to it being a little bit more teachy today for our special uh, episode. 
So we're going to be in Romans chapter 12, okay? Romans chapter 12, and we're going to have more than one verse. It won't be the verse of the day today. It's going to be Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 5 mainly, and then we'll have 6, 7, and 8 as, as the context, okay? So Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 5 mainly. If you want to follow along at home or turn there, if you're driving or joining us at the gym or something like that, man, I'm glad you're here. Keep your eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. All right, Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 5 in the ESV reads this way, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, this is the Apostle Paul talking to a church he hasn't met yet, the Church of Rome, he hoped to join them, uh, to visit them. And so he's referring to himself, for by the grace given to me, he's referring to himself, I say to everyone among you, that would be the Roman church, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. And then he goes on 6, 7, and 8 to line out these gifts that come to each individual person through the working of God, which we don't have time to get into because it's just too much. Okay, so for by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith as God has assigned now. Um. There's a good point to be made just stopping there, verse 3. A good point about humility, which I've often taken it this way. Um, I've heard it teach this way, and it's not bad. You can learn this. It is talking about humility that we should think with sober judgment and that that sober judgment should be not what I think about myself, but according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. That's true. There's nothing wrong with that. But what context can teach us is that This is just the beginning of the thought for Paul, okay? So humility by not thinking of myself more highly than I ought to, but thinking with sober judgment according to what God knows about me is a great point, but we need to go on to verse 4 to see what Paul, where Paul thinks that should lead us, that a humble view of ourselves should lead us. And so in verse 4 we read this, For as in one body... We have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So he's referring now just to the human body. Okay, he's referring to your own body there, and you ha- and your you know you think of your body as one thing. You know, it's my body, but your body's made of parts, as you know. And the reason why it's made of parts is because your body needs to do different things. And so, for walking, for opening a jar, for reading, for talking, you have different parts of your body. Now, they're all part of the same thing, and you don't want to part with any of it. I don't. <laughs> I value each and every part of my body. And uh, Paul's making this uh, picture for us to say that that's the way the, the people of God are. For as in one body, we have many members. The members do not all have the same function. Now, if Paul was just talking about humility, not thinking of ourselves too highly, but with sober judgment, how come all of a sudden he's talking about a body and many members? I would say the connection is not immediately obvious. It's not to me. You know, he's just talking about humility. Now we're talking about the human body made of many parts, each one having a different function. And to just make sure that this is pertaining to the verse above it, we have that connecting word for as in for. Okay. 
So he's continuing the thought from three. So we need to think with sober judgment. Now picture your body. It's made of many parts. Verse five. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Think about that. We are individually members of one another. So following a pretty deep picture here, but we don't want to lose it. So Paul is saying by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that the people of God are like a human body and that we're all literally belong to one another and that we need each other in the way that you need your hands and your feet and your nose and your eyeballs. Okay? That with that same integrated, like you will not be the same without in one of those parts that I just mentioned, we aren't the same without one of the parts that we just mentioned. So considering our talk up above, what does this have to do with a big push at Crosspoint Church to be a part of a small group? What it has to do with it is Paul is saying that if we think of ourselves according with sober judgment and according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. So that's a command. You know, it's not, Paul's not asking or just suggesting that we do this, but he's saying this is essential to the Christian faith. Then doing that would lead us to see that we don't stand alone. You know, we just don't. We can't. We can't be the body of Christ by ourselves. We, it's not intended to be that way. We know as we go on, um, that verse 5 says, so we though many are one body in Christ, individually members of one another. 6 says, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. And then he goes on to outline the gifts and how they should be used, implying that you're not empowered to be the church of God or to live the Christian life by yourself. Isn't that amazing? Like literally God is not trying and failing to empower you to be Christianity by yourself. He does not intend for that to happen in any way. Instead, he intends for you to integrate with the other parts of the body of Christ and just play your part, but doing it intimately integrated with the other people of the church of God. Now, just what like this means in any other group. So, for instance, at your job or your own family, you can't claim to be closely associated with people that you never see or don't work with and aren't known by. So there are Christians all across the world, and there's Christians in Japan and China right now who don't know me and, you know, and I don't know them. And in some way, since we're all working with and in the gospel, we are working together, so to speak, because we're all Christians. But we're not integrated like the body is. You can't. I can't claim to be one of the fingers of the church in China. I don't know them. They don't know me, and I'm. I'm not helping them in that way. So where I find myself in my local place here at Cross Point this is where God has put me in my community. I have to be honest with myself and think with sober judgment according to the faith that God provides for me, and I need to be closely associated with and known by the other members of the Christian body here at cross point. And I could try to claim that that's true. Big picture. Of course we all, again, we all work together. I don't know everyone who sits on the left hand side of the balcony every Sunday. I don't know them all, but I can't claim that every Sunday I'm working hand in hand with them in the way that I'm being commanded here. And so I think you can see where I'm going with this. It is our 
you know, the elders here at Crosspoint, it is our observation um, from experience and then from scriptures, you know, powerful places like this and then all throughout scripture, that to be honest, to be honestly obedient to this scripture, we need to work and closely with and be known by and employ our gifts to minister to and with other believers in a way that we could legitimately, realistically, humbly say we're doing it known and being known. And the only way we know to do that and the witness we see from Scripture are people working closely with one another in community. So are there a hundred questions that brings up, yes, have I been a part of small groups that fell apart? Absolutely. Is it easier in some ways to just go to church? 100% true. Do we know everything about small groups and we're doing it perfectly here at Crosspoint? No, no way. But in the way that we see the Apostle Paul doing everything that he can and laying down his life, in the way we see Jesus um, laying down his life to be with his disciples, even though they didn't get it, they didn't do it right, and they ended up you know, abandoning Jesus and letting him down in some ways, as much as you can let the Son of God down. Um, we embrace the same idea here and say this is, you know, painful or puzzling as it may be at some times, this is the right way to do it. And so quitting and not doing it is not an option for us. Working on it, praying and trying to get better, sure, but quitting, no. Because of scriptures like Romans chapter 12, 3 through 5, and, and other places in scripture, we just believe it's not an option to stop getting together as a community. So as you listen to this program, and maybe you heard it like on promoted on Sunday, say, hey, listen to this special program. It'll help you understand. You may be going, ah, man, I still got 25 questions about small groups. I totally get that. I would, I would encourage you to search the scriptures, especially uh, Paul's letters to his churches. And I think you'll find quite a few. I, honestly, I'll, I'm going to go farther. I'm going to say I think you'll find everything you need uh, to understand how to be a Christian in a small group and to fight for it and to do your part. But it, that's going to take time, and it's going to take grace, and God's going to have to grow that in all of us. And I know as a, as a life group leader, I love my life group, love my small group, and I'm still growing, and they for sure know I'm still growing and trying to get better at, at doing it right. But I hope this um, scripture and this special program has at least provided a backbone for you to move from that just says, look, fundamentally, the Christian life is not meant to be lived outside of accountable, realistic, real community interaction with your fellow Christians. And um, as I said at the top, our life groups are just our humble way, but but our best way of doing that here at Crosspoint. Okay? So I had fun with you guys. I hope you did too. A little long today, but special episode. Okay? So I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll be some other episodes coming out after this one as well. See you soon.